Good morning, party people. How are we doing today? How are you doing today, Dwayne? Well, again, it's my favorite day. And guess what day it is? Today is Friday, and I'm about to enjoy today. It's going to be a good day. And right now we're in the studio doing the live, unedited, raw podcast. The Infinity Room. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Uh, really just thinking about my day, kind of planning it out. So today, I think we're going to be talking about uh, a few different things. We're going to be talking about kind of a little bit of study tips and tricks, but also just how to elevate your academic career. Elevate. Elevate yourself mentally, elevate yourself physically, and elevate yourself academically. Because that's the whole point. Why? That's the reason why we're back in school. Right? We're not back in school just to hang around, chill. Nah, we're here to succeed. So Carson... Let's talk about studying tips and tricks. I want to know your secret to how you get A's. I want you to let me entice me because I just want to be just like you and I just want to be getting A's on every single one of my exams. So just give me a few tips and kind of help me out on how you do it. Okay, well, let's start with this. I do not get A's on every exam by any means. That's lying. That's not a lie. (laughs) Um, But... One thing that I've found, um, it kind of depends what you're studying, but everybody's heard to like break it up into smaller chunks, right? You know, do like say 15 minutes, like an hour kind of a day, especially right now. And this is the really important time of the year for school. People are like, oh, it's like week two. What are you talking about? Well, this is the time of the year that you can get organized and get ahead of stuff so that in Two weeks from now, when you start having midterms, you're on top of it. Okay, you don't want that first round of midterms to come and be like, wow, I felt like I haven't done any studying, any prep, any anything outside of class. And so one thing that um, I think is really important for people is to be able to make a schedule, make a list of the things that are due, of the things that are upcoming. Do your readings, do your, like, there is no reason and BS to anybody who says that they don't have time to do the readings before class. If if we were working like Elon Musk, a hundred hours a week, and what's left over, I can't remember when we did the math for what for what exactly was left over in the day, but like Oh, there's 162 hours in the week, right? Exactly. So if he's doing 100 there, mm-hmm. but then he's sleeping, so you go yeah. six times or seven times six is like what 42. Mm-hmm. So 42 um, is 142, and you said how many? 162, right? Yeah, 162. So we have 20 hours. 20 hours a week. If you're Elon Musk, and you're telling me in those 20 hours you can't do readings, and the average person going to school is not putting in a freaking 100-hour work week. Okay, none of them are. At most, they're putting in a 40 hour work week. So think about this, you have all this time. And I keep telling people, they're like, oh, how do you do this? How do you have enough time for this? How do you have enough time for all of this? And it's all about prioritizing your time and choosing what you're gonna focus your attention on rather than what you're not gonna focus your attention on, right? So. If you have 24 hours in a day, that's a lot of time. Let's say I'm an average person. I sleep eight hours a day. I'm left with 16 hours. Oh, 
And I decided, you know what? I'm gonna go work today because I need to make some money so I can pay for school. I work another eight hours a day. That's another 16 hours. So now I have eight additional hours where I'm not doing anything. I go to class, three classes, right? That's three hours a day. So now I'm left with five hours of doing nothing during the day. And it turns out that most of those hours in the time is wasted. Wasted on watching Netflix, wasted on Instagram, wasted on Snapchat. Again, last podcast, we talked about how all these social media apps will not elevate you at all, right? So you really need to sit down, take your time and be like, okay, do I, do I want to watch a video or do I just want to spend 45 minutes today on reading and studying? Yeah. At least you're doing something. At least you're taking that initial step to help get you there. Absolutely. I think one of the really key parts here, um, and you touched on it a little bit there, was that there is an important distinction between when you're studying and like kind of what you're doing. If the only, how do I explain this? Okay, so Dwayne, we're gonna use you as an example, okay? okay? Just in a theoretical situation. So let's say you're going to school, just average student, you're going to school for your classes. Outside of that, you're not working and you're just kind of hanging out and you're supposed to be using that time for a little more studying, but most of it is hung out time. So if you're spending your day on Netflix, on Instagram, on Snapchat for the day, and then you spend some time hanging out with friends, none of that thus far in your life has been mentally demanding work. Really, it's fun, it's easy, right? You have nothing that is requiring deliberate mental action, okay? Now, in class, you go to class, you're awake enough, yeah, you're kind of listening. You're not paying 100% attention, but you're paying, say, 70, 80. You know, you're picking up a decent amount. You're like, okay, sounds good. Get down some good notes. Now, you're not looking back at those notes or anything because you're going, oh, it's the beginning of the school year. It's fine. Carry on. Now, all of a sudden, when you have to start studying, your brain, just like if you're going to the gym, okay, if you're only going to the gym, um, when you're trying to get in shape, so you have a midterm coming up, the equivalent of saying, okay, I have a competition coming up. I have a week to get in shape. Your body, your mind in this case, is not ready to be working at its max capacity to make sure that you absorb all that information. Okay. If you've been doing like little things, and this means actually learning new skills outside of just school, um, doing things that are mentally mentally hard and are cognitively demanding outside of just school. Do things that, you know what, if you don't have that much to do for school, go and learn a new skill. Go work on something that you're not good at. Make your brain work so that when you have to put it to work, it, or it has that like, I'm going to say work ethic already built up. It's ready for it. Or if not, it's going to feel brutal. Brutal, people. If you're trying to study and you have done nothing mentally um, demanding, demanding, thank you, uh, mentally demanding in four months because you've been working and you're working somewhere where you don't really have to, you know, really push yourself and you come back into school, you, you're in those next level classes, those higher end, harder classes, and then you're going, this is so hard because 
you haven't trained yourself. You haven't prepared yourself for that. And I think it's a huge thing that people take for granted in school is they go, well, I'm just learning, you know, I just have my classes. Okay. But what other things can you be learning? What other things can you have been doing over the summer to make yourself better so that when you are learning in class, there's a lot of people that are like, wow, a lot of this just went over my head. It's like, well, what have you been doing yourself? What, what have you been doing to keep yourself sharp? Are you reading? Are you reading daily? Are you learning new skills? Are you having in-depth conversations? Or are you just enjoying that comfort zone? That staying in the, that uh, mentally easy or the cognitively easy zone, right? Like there's four zones like heart rate training and stuff, you know, like mm-hmm. zone one, right? You got that zone one going where you never really have to put in a whole lot of extra thought in anything and not to the demanding requirements that you would need if you're learning a new concept that you've never encountered before. You know what I'm trying to say? No, 100%. I, the comfort zone is a place you don't need to be where in. Where dreams go to die. Exactly, where dreams go to die. That's, that's, you know, that's the perfect example of the comfort zone. The more you stay in the comfort zone, the more unlikely you are to succeed. The longer you stay in, the more use you get, you get used to it. The more you get used to it. So, have you seen SpongeBob before? Yeah. So remember that one episode in SpongeBob where him, Squidward, and Patrick were trapped in this abyss, and eventually Squidward gave up. Right? Squidward gave up all hope of leaving. Right? Because he's like, you know what? I've gotten comfortable here. I'm enjoying myself. But it was a horrible place they were down there. And Patrick and SpongeBob were constantly thinking, how do I get out of it? How do I get out of it? And eventually they got out. They took Squidward with them and he was shocked, right? So while Squidward gave up, imagine yourself as Squidward. If you give up and decide to hang out in your comfort zone while other people are learning, they're reading, they're going to their class on times, they're reviewing their notes, right? They're thinking, I need to get out of this place. And eventually they shoot and make, make it out of the comfort zone until another level, zone one or zone two or zone three or even zone four, right? Mm-hmm. They are now so much further ahead because now you're the only one left there and that's not a good feeling to have. You're absolutely right. right. And one of the little things that you can do to just, you know, stimulate your mental awareness is reading every day for 10 minutes a day just get into make it a habit because when you leave university i guarantee you the information that you get from those books that you're reading will help you in the future will help you when you're looking for a job will help you overall which is which is amazing and it stuns me how little so many people read i asked my friends hey how much do you read they told me i don't read books i don't have time to read and I'm like, really? You don't have time to read? We have, again, I've broken it down. We have so much time, 24 hours, just even five minutes. Five minutes is more than good enough. So. At least to start off your habit, but mm-hmm. you, you make a, such a key point there, Dwayne. After university, blank. Okay. So if we're assuming, and this is an over-exaggeration as well. Mm-hmm. But we're assuming in this situation that 
every single person going to school is putting in 40 hours a week, eight hours a day, five days a week, right? They're putting, and we're assuming this, that's from the time that they're saying, okay, every single day it's Monday, I'm putting, um, I'm going to class for two hours, but then I'm spending six outside of school, learning stuff, um, you know, or sorry, um, two and three, yeah, six. So there's your eight, okay? There's your eight hours a day. And you're doing that five days a week, which is completely, not very many people are putting in eight hours a day, especially at this point in school. Now, take that until when you graduate. Oh, and they're not doing anything afterwards. That's the biggest point, is outside of that eight hour window, even that six or four hour window, sorry, um, they're not doing anything to improve themselves, to push themselves further, to learn more, to read more. And then you have the point where you graduate. You're done. Now you go work some nine to five and in this eight hours that you have outside of it, you're going, okay, well now I'm, you know, more tired than I was in school because it's for eight hours instead of my four or six, because I can kind of get away with it. Right. And then you're saying in these evenings, I'm spending my time relaxing because I'm tired from the day and you're not improving yourself. You're not improving yourself. That's path A or path B is where you're getting after it. You're doing something, even if it's a skill that you're like, this isn't, a, I'm learning the piano. This isn't applicable for my work, but you're training your brain to be cognitively adaptive to the situation, to anything that you're trying to learn. Every time you learn something new, you're getting a little bit better at learning. Just overall, it's just a, it's a process. And I think what's really interesting is not enough people realize that if you can't work on yourself, while we're at school, where we go to our whole job right now, our, our full-time job is to learn and be better. Mm -hmm. And that is that is our full-time job. Full-time job. Yeah. Some people are paying mm -hmm. fifteen to sixteen thousand dollars a year mm -hmm. to be learning and bettering themselves and not actually doing it. To be honest, in real life, if you actually took the time and say, you know what, I'm going to school, but I'm going to pay $15,000 a year to go to seminars, to read books and everything. Oh, you'd be far ahead of the pack. So, so far. Everyone now is paying $15,000 a year. But yet, what are we doing with all the information we're getting? Are we just letting it pass our heads? Or are we actually taking it, to the, taking it into account? And when you say you have no time to do anything, let me ask you a question. So why on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights are you out and about turning up if you have no time? Seriously, if you actually had no time, you would be at home studying. You'd be at home learning. You'd be at work working. You'd be trying to find a way or another to 10x your situation. Maybe make your situation 10 times better than it is this moment. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, think about it. What have you gotten from the club? You know, maybe a girl's phone number. Will you talk to her? Mm. Will you see her? Mm. Is she going to remember you? 
<laughs> right? <laughs> and it's these things that kind of baffle me. Yeah, yeah, it's good to go out once in a while. There's absolutely no doubt about that, right? It's good to go out. It's good to have fun. It's good to be with your friends, right? But it's not an every weekend thing. It's not an every day of the weekend type of thing. So that's just my quick two cents right there. I think, uh, I think, as you said, you know, it's an important distinction that, in fact, we have probably the most amount of, being in university, we have probably the most amount of time and freedom with our schedules that we will have for the next many years. Many years, guys. Many years. Mm -hmm. And people don't realize that. They go, oh, you know, I went to my class. I went to four classes today and I'm tired. Oh, I'm done. I'm going to be It's like, that's fair. Mm. What have you been doing outside of that? Have you been going to bed at 3 a.m. and waking up at 7 and going to your classes and you're like, oh, I'm so tired for the day. Because there is no reason, you know, even if, you know, I was up a little bit later last night till like midnight. And... 5 a.m., you know, it was up, same as I had to do. Is it gonna make today a little bit harder? A little bit. But that's not an excuse for me to <clears throat> say that I'm not going to do my stuff, that I'm not going to try to learn better myself and do these extra things, because I know that if I take one or two days off in a row of that, I, I'm like, ah, I can just kinda relax today. I can just, yeah, I'll get through it. You know, I don't need to be fully mentally present. Okay. I'm putting myself into a situation where I'm teaching my brain how to be lazy, not teaching my brain how to be on point, sharp, active. And and a lot of people just don't care to, to push themselves mentally. Let me ask you a question. You know how people refer to body parts as like when you're working on a car, right? And you're like, wait, the engine's the heart. Computer software is the brain, right? Mm -hmm. Why do we call the human brain a brain, right? If you think about it, all our systems are constantly working, are constantly improving, are constantly putting in effort. Our heart is always pumping, our muscles are always moving, our liver is always working, our stomach is always working, right? And these things are all autonomy, autonomous, right? If our brain was autom autonomous and we had no control. We would all be on Albert Einstein. Uh, I think I, I think I see where you're going a little bit, but I think that there's this this point where your brain, just as like your muscles and stuff, adapt to the environment that they're in. You know, if you start going to the gym all the time. The first thing that you notice is these little calluses on your hand. You're mm -hmm. like, ooh, at first you're like, my hands hurt. And then your hands start to callous up because of it. Okay? When you're going to, when you're working hard mentally, when you're really, when you're actually pushing yourself and you're like, like, like I am borderline giving myself a headache because like I have been just reading through this and understanding it, not pushing it for, for no reason, but reading through and and really learning this, taking it all in, I am mentally exhausted. That is the equivalent of having like one killer workout. Mm -hmm. The next day you come back at it, you get you have a little bit more push, you got a little bit more in the tank for it. But if you stay in that comfort zone, if you stay in that easy zone, mm -hmm. where you feel like, yeah, I'm just happy, I'm, I'm living it up. 
you're not preparing your, your mind for any stressful situations, for any, I need to learn this. Uh, this is important to remember long term, not just for this exam. Uh, you're not teaching your body and your mind how to be the best version of itself. And that's what our entire podcast is about is talking about real ways and techniques as uh, to be able to make the best out of every situation. Mm-hmm. So we'll leave it at that. And this is the infinity room because greatness has no bounds. And that's going to be my motto forever. Whether y'all like it or not. Carson, you have anything else to say to, to the listeners? Uh, no, except for I, I want everybody to get after it a little bit when you're studying. Make sure that you're, you're present. Um, and if you're finding yourself watching Netflix or even hanging out with friends and not doing a whole lot, um, take a moment and say, you know what, I'm going to leave here for my friends someplace, you know, 10 minutes earlier than I would have, or half an hour earlier than I would have. I'm going to go home. I'm just going to do a little bit of reading, mm-hmm. do something to just push yourself just a little bit because it's worth it. It's so worth it. If you can see from the other side, it is so worth it. Mm-hmm. Challenge of the day. 